This is Brian Croft. Welcome to another edition of Trench Talk, the podcast of Practical Shepherding. And I am joined, as always, with Jim Sebastio here. We're going to get started here in just a minute. Before we do that, I want to encourage you to, if you would like to help our ministry, Practical Shepherding, you can go to practicalshepherding.com and go to the donate page and and give a financial gift. That would be a big help to us. Uh, A lot of exciting things happening expanding the ministry in different ways and we would love your help and so especially if you've been helped by us in some way with a podcast or any other way uh, we'd love for you to go and do that you can also leave reviews for us for the podcast wherever you listen to that whether it's itunes or spotify whatever it might be you can leave reviews for us and we check those jim we we just occasionally check to see what, what kind of feedback we're getting but we do appreciate the feedback we get from a lot of you in different ways from social media and even emails and those kinds of things so uh, appreciate your support and all we're doing, and we particularly this topic today is is one that we've talked about before, but it's been a little while. And quite frankly, at least Jim, with the ministry that we're doing here, practical shepherding, both that, that you and I, are, the work you and I are doing, is uh, this is a pretty apparent issue, and that is just the continual burnout and, and quitting of pastors out of the ministry. So, uh, in fact, I would say in the last couple of months, I have had. Uh, multiple situations of pastors reaching out yeah, in their 40s. You know, they've done 10, 15 years of hard ministry, and they are starting to have some pretty scary physical things, emotional, mental things that's happening to them. I've heard from um, several, like four or five different men, pastors in the last month or two, who ended up all in the ER thinking they were having a heart attack. And they're having panic attacks is what their hearts were fine. But, but they're, it, it just, so it's not just a, I'm tired. We want to have this conversation about burnout because exactly. there's some really scary stuff happening to guys and they don't know what's happening. And their, their wives naturally are very worried about them and they're taken to the hospital and all these kinds of things. So we, we want to have this conversation because if you're listening to this and you've experienced some of these things, we first want you to know you're, you're, you're not alone, but, but you definitely have to get some help, which is, which is, one of the reasons we want to be able to have this conversation. Before we dig into it, though, Jim, in talking about just pastoral burnout during this in, in this particular season for guys, just biblically, how can we begin to kind of think about this topic of burnout wearing out from the ministry? Brian, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a text. I'm gonna read it maybe in an unusual way, and I, I recognize that in the greater context of this text, it's it's giving uh, it's this way and it's that way, but I do want to. St- just to listen to part of what Paul is saying, because I think we can go to the other side of what the balance of what he's saying and eliminate the painful reality that he's speaking of. But Second Corinthians chapter 4, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And I'm just going to go and read these parts. So this treasure is in earthen vessels. Verse 8, we are hard-pressed on every side. We are perplexed. Verse 9, persecuted, struck down. Verse 10, always caring about in the body the dying of, uh, of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our, bod- in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake. Uh, death is working in us, verse 12. Uh, that's pretty grim. That's pretty grim. Pretty grim. Now again, he, he's going to say, "Now look, we, that's all. We haven't given up and everything else." But this is something. Even if you haven't given up, yeah. even if you're hanging in there, yeah. Even if you are 
perplexed but not in despair, pressed but not crushed, even if that's your ultimate testimony. The reality is that you are bearing up under a crushing weight and not everybody is able to do that over the long haul and that there are times where a guy who has been able to do that will face something. Something will come that will add an extra weight that will put him in a place he's never been before. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good point. And I think that's what we're seeing is that guys will, I mean, you're not seeing, I mean, it it can happen, but you know, it's, it's not necessarily after two years, there's a fatigue that could set in if it's been really hard two years. But Mm -hmm. what, what we're referring to when we're talking about, we're talking about the terminology burnout, which depends on, you know, how you're defining that is usually shows up in guys that have been doing ministry a bit longer and it's almost this grind of years of this mm-hmm. is having an impact on them. They are not aware is happening. So what happens is they all of a sudden hit a wall and have no idea right. how to make sense of it. Right. There's a lot of factors with this. Part of it is how, how hard has the ministry been doing? What is your disposition and makeup on how you process how the hard things are going on? But here's another piece. How aware are you to take care of yourself throughout your ministry yeah. So that you don't get to that place. So here's the mistake a lot of people make. I would say you and I both made it. And that is in your 20s and 30s, you're young. You got tons of energy. You're driven. And you end up functioning in unhealthy ways. But you don't realize it because you're 20s. You're 25, 30, 35 years old. (laughs) And you can just do that. Right. What I'm watching happen is there's a bunch of pastors hitting 40, 45, 50 years old, 55 years old. And if they're still in the ministry that long, I mean, 80% don't make it 10 years. So that's a stat we've always kind of thrown around here that, that still rings to be true. But if you're able to make it 10 year, ten plus years, that's what's happening to guys. They're hitting their 40s or even their 50s. And strange things are happening, and they don't have categories for it. I, I, I thought they were playing a joke on me at first because it happened within like two weeks. There were three guys that reached out to me, all independent of each other. They didn't even know each other. And they all had the same story, the exact same. Yeah. Thing. I thought they were messing with me, honestly. And but it was they're calling. They're calling. I just got home from the hospital. Yeah. And I I couldn't breathe. I, my heart was racing. Right. My wife thought I was having a heart attack. She takes me to the ER. They run tests. They check my heart. My heart's fine. And the docs, once they sat down with them and talked with them, they they said you 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 were having a panic attack. And I mean, to find guys, I mean, not only had guys, and they're in their 40s, they'd never had a panic attack before. Mm. And what was fascinating is not only they'd never had a panic attack before, they had no idea what a panic attack was. I'm thinking, wait a minute, have you pastored 15 years and not had somebody in your church? Anyways, but that was a different conversation, but just showed how clueless they were about these kinds of things. And of course, it resonates with me because I I had panic attacks actually in my 20s and 30s. and. The counseling I've done in my 40s, I haven't had a panic attack by God's grace in over 10 years. Hmm. And so a, a lot of panic attack stuff, that those kinds of things are the physical manifestations of stress comes out of not knowing how to deal with stress in a healthy way. Yeah. So then it builds, but it builds over 5, 10, 15 years. Yeah. It's not usually a, a two-year thing. So I want to take a moment, Jim, to describe that because yeah. I, I want... <clears throat> 
I want people listening to this to know this is this is what we're talking about. We're not talking about just the fatigue and to that text you're talking right. about. We we talk about around here often with that text. There's a there's a dying that comes with the call of the ministry. Right. And the I love the way you read that because you're right. Yeah, there's there's hopeful sides to that, but that captures this is the cost of the call that you you have you've embraced. So, Jim, what have you found with with guys that you are watching that are just quitting, they're flaming out, they're they're burning out, they just can't they just can't continue. What's some of the things you're seeing in them? Yeah. So I mean if I were to describe it, Brian, when I would say, okay, what 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 is burnout versus the what what is the normal fatigue of the of, of life in ministry? We live in a fallen world. Thorns and thistles are going to grow by the sweat of your brow. You're going to eat your bread. Yeah, you can't do labor. I mean, or the the the, the word that's used. Some of the words that are used in the scriptures to describe pastoral labor words that mean you know labor under sweat, toil. Uh, it's not back breaking, but it can be mind breaking and soul breaking, emotion breaking yeah, type right. work that we. But generally speaking, with a bit of normal rest and and. By being the means of grace, whatever, we're able to get up and, you know, yeah, you, 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 every boxer's going to get hit. Not every boxer gets knocked out, you know. Yeah, so right, right. you're getting hit, you get hit, but you shake it off, you sit on the stool, you get back up, you're ready for the next round. But this is what we're getting at here is the, I can't get up. I'm yeah. sitting on the bed, you know, I, I don't it's even, a maybe, good illustration. I, maybe I don't even know where I am. Uh, you, the, the thought of the, uh, a, a Sunday coming is not just like, okay, God help me. I can do this. It's, I can't do this. Yeah. I, I can't, the, the thought of, of preaching again, the thought of entering into another elders meeting to have a business meeting where somebody's going to stand up and say something, you begin to have a physical, you know, in some cases when you talk about this panic attack. Brian, I was talking to a pastor, um, and, and I was—he had been going through. I knew there was a, a lot of difficulty, I, and I mean, I think I shared this at one point, but I want to just say it again. Uh, so I, I contacted him. It was on my heart to say, "Hey, I'm just—you know—I'm worried about you. How you really? Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine." You know, I said, I asked some diagnostic questions. You know, are you getting rest? Are you able to sleep? Are you? You know, are you just toss and turn all night. You know, whatever. And he said, "No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good." He said, "No, I." He said, "Well, I, I did shake uncontrollably when uh, when a text message came. I just said, look, 'Look, you're not yep. okay.' I mean, you're you know, this okay. again gets back to you know we say the body keeps the score. Yeah, yeah. and he's telling telling himself that he's fine, uh-huh. and he's shaking uncontroll. You know, it's just like, bro, be careful. You know, and again, this is a strong guy, bright guy. You know, all all of that. Yeah, and yeah. so." You know, we have to be. We have to listen to our bodies. We have to know and, and to recognize that something. So a, a burnout is 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 not the kind of thing a weekend off helps. It's not yeah, the kind right. of thing uh, a, a vacation will help. There's a different. I think there, sometimes you get close to it, and that may help. When you've reached burnout, yeah, you're talking with the ga- the the tank is empty. No matter how many times you put the key in and turn it, it just it doesn't have anything in it. Yeah, burnt out means the candle's gone, the wick is gone, the yeah. the, the, the wax you is can't gone. light anything. You right? can't light it again. That's what we're getting at that here. At least that's how it is for right now, and it's and it's that way for days weeks months so let's dig let's let's talk first about how how to help guys sort through whether they might be moving to that place you alluded to it a little bit but let's go yeah. back and forth one thing you would tell a guy when he calls you 
hey, am I burnt out? What should I be looking for? What's one thing you'd say? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> well, I just brought it up, but I'm going to uh, highlight yeah, it. Is, it. Is does rest? Do you need a couple of days off? Well, I've taken I've taken two weeks off. I've taken three weeks off. I just got back from sabbatical, and I'm I'm not any better. Okay. I, I I think again uh, the the what used to be okay after a night or two of sleep. You know, you know what it's like. You know, you're dog tired. Everything's foggy. Everything's sad. You get a good night's sleep. Wake up in the morning. Have a cup of coffee. You, you know, for you, go for a run or, uh, you know, whatever else. Go to a bookstore and you know, go out on a date, and you're okay. You, you know, feel good. You, yep. you, and you feel okay. You're at least you're well enough to go. This no, it, yep. it's too persistent. It is a, a an unusual fatigue, an unusual sadness, an unusual sense of hopelessness, huh. um, cynicism that comes where you see you see no way out of this okay that's that, that's how i would describe some of this I, that's good i, w- I would add I, I was i thought you were going to say something else but so i'll go back to something you said a minute ago okay uh how do you sleep yeah. I, I actually think now i want to recognize i know that i mean insomnia is a real thing there are people who just have sleep issues uh, but i think how well we sleep is a is a really important tell on how we're doing, yeah, and how sure. are we able to are we shut able to shut down the stress and the burdens for a time to be able to truly rest? I'm a <clears throat> I'm just a huge believer in the value of getting a good night's sleep and getting enough sleep. And <clears throat> most pastors a lot of times don't even get both, right? And if you don't get that both those things, and you don't get that on a regular basis. I mean, the the world's just going to look darker. I don't yeah. care how well your ministry's going. So I, I would say, and, and if I think Brian to a point, if you have been able to do that, but now aren't, yes, that's right. That's, that's what the, yeah. That's I think. Well, if you've never been able to, it also could just yeah. Be if you've to, never been able to, you're going to burn out. Well, that and it, it could speak to just even the way you have emotionally processed yeah. life in yeah. a way that that's hard. But yeah, that, especially that, Jim. I think it's a good tell if you have slept well in the past, and all of a sudden you start to not sleep well. Yeah. Uh, that, at least, again, we're talking about a sign of that. What? So yeah. you're talking about this fatigue that never, fog that never lifts, regardless right, of what's going on. Right, right, And I'm saying, you, <clears throat> Lloyd-Jones was criticized with this advice, but I actually, I actually think it's really helpful in a way. He makes a point with it. He was a medical doctor, you know, before he was a pastor. And... Somebody would come to him and depressed, and Lloyd Jones would say to them, "Go home and sleep for three days straight. Just yeah. sleep, yeah, and then come back and tell me if you're still depressed." Now, yeah. that may sound cold and and uh, <clears throat> insensitive to the complexities of the depression. <laughs> However, what Lloyd Jones was saying, which I think he's right on about, is how important sleep is. You, right, you just may need to rest. So right. you're talking about resting in some yeah. different ways. I'm right. talking about just sleeping and getting your body rested in, yeah. in that particular way. Yeah. What's something else you would look for? I would look for, uh, I may have already touched on a degree, but what I would just call emotionally overwhelmed and emotionally fragile. Yeah. And again, the difference, Ryan, we're trying to make with this, burnout is this is persistent. It's not the occasional. It's not the, yeah, hey, last week, I you know, on Friday I was, you know, but by Saturday I was okay. Yep. That's not burnout. That's just fatigue. Burnout is a persistent, a lasting, a nagging, yeah. an impenetrable fog. It's the, it's the, I can't find my way out of this. It's not just one day, two days. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's week after week. And, yeah, and it right. is, it's so that where you are, 
I used to use, I use the term resiliency or you know like a you, know, you take a bungee cord and you you know you 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 pull it and it you know the first, when you buy it and you're strapping something to your car it's fine you you but you, after a few months you do it it's got more and more slack and and what used to be you know when you unstrung it it just snapped back you know, almost violently but now you let it go and it more you know <laughs> right uh and, and and you no longer have the resiliency the emotional snap back your dog tired both of us were talking about this so we're doing this on a monday morning thanks to me but thanks to yeah, me by yeah, the way yeah <laughs> brian is so nice to me you know knowing i had services yesterday and uh, anyway i say don't resign but in jim's case don't resign but just come and do podcasts too you're, <laughs> right, right you're up for that right i know you're tired but please come and do podcasts so if these are bad or worse than usual you can blame it on the fatigue but there's the monday morning fatigue there's this you know there's the monday you know we did a podcast some time ago uh on why are monday so hard yeah but but we didn't do it on why are wednesday so hard or why are tuesday so hard right and what yeah. we're saying is in the normal course of life it's the Monday. That's normal. You bounce you, back you, on Tuesday, but, but usually. Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, yep. certainly Wednesday. You're back. Hey, you're ready which, to leave. Which is why that resonates with guys so much. When yeah. I put, when we talk about that, put it up on Twitter about Mondays, because most guys bounce back Tuesday. So when you don't, right? That's right. So we're talking to the guy who goes, "Well, why don't you have why is Tuesday, Wednesday, yep. Thursday, Friday?" And then particularly when you come to hey, the, in the chugalug of time, it's going to be Sunday. <clears throat> yep. And you, you, you can't you can only kick the can down the road so far. Sunday's coming, and that's wonderful in one way, but it also means you've got to quote unquote perform again. You got to get up again. You got to exegete again. You got to preach again. And haven't written and, a sermon and, and, that week it, too. It, it, to, yeah, you to have to. Write, yeah, you have to have done something, and then that person's going to be there afterward with their disapproving look or whatever. And the thought is normally I can handle this. I can take it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me to the point of, no, I'm knocked down. So I'm let's not, so. so let's move here, Jim. Let's talk about okay some practical tips for guys. Yeah. How do they? We, we kind of even talked about the, what are the tells? What are the ways to combat the fatigue you you read about? What are the ways to combat the, the burnout? The tanks on empty. You can't. You turn the key. It doesn't matter. So how do you re, refill the tank? And how do you do, how do you create this healthy rhythm so that um, you you can avoid ever getting to that place? Mm. So, practical tips. Let's go back and forth. What's one thing you would say? Well, I think I, I, I'm going to put them under two big categories, or maybe three big categories. Uh, so one is spiritual, one is physical, and the other is relational. Those would be my three. Okay, so pick main one categories. And go, and All right, so, so I mean spiritual. Brian, we do have dynamics outside of ourselves. There are the promises of God's word that he gives strength to the weary. Uh, Paul's prayer to the church in Ephesus to be strengthened with might in the inner man by the by the spirit. We have to, in our if we feel really broken and really sad, we got to make sure that we're not avoiding the Lord uh, because we can feel like, well, I'm disappointing him. I, I, I don't want to confess that I find his work hard. You know, I don't want to, that loving his people is breaking me. It shouldn't be this. We feel guilty uh, and, and we feel maybe God is going to pile on us or, you know, whatever else. Yeah. And what's wrong with you? You're a failure uh, and those kinds of things. And so we can forsake sometimes the fountain of living waters 
uh, and go back to the place where our tank spiritually is is refilled. That's I think good. that that's, that's good. one thing that has to be said. That's great. I'll go physical, and that is, I think, because I mentioned sleep, but <clears throat> evaluating how you're eating, evaluating how much you exercise – are you? I, I say this often. If you're not dealing with stress in a healthy way, you will default by doing it in an unhealthy way. Yeah. And so I would just emphasize from a physical perspective, and don't miss how this is tied to the soul and the mental, emotional, spiritual side of things. But you know, be evaluating things like how much sleep do you get, how much do you need, and how much do yeah. you really get. You know, are how how are you eating? The the foods we eat affects all the way we feel. It affects all kinds of things. So evaluate how, how you're eating. Evaluating how active are you. I, I, I've i said to people, if I slept five hours a night, I ate whatever I wanted and never exercised, I would just be depressed constantly. I'm I, not I just, depressed constantly, Brian. But and I'm that not. describes me. I'm not. No, I'm I do. I, I, I'm kidding, no. No, just... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is that I, I think those three things are so important that, uh, that a lot of guys are struggling and uh, – fatigued and even you know burning out in this state of burnout yeah. just because these three areas are being neglected and i want to say this many times in the name of doing ministry it's like i can't go exercise i got people i got to take care of you right. know i can't sleep eight hours because i got i got a sermon to write so i'm gonna right. sleep five so i would say you have to be very proactive in caring for yourself physically i think that really matters in deal and by, just so you know, if you sh- if you call me like a lot of other guys have, and you f- feel free to do so, that's why yeah. we're here and yeah. what we do, what we do. But if you call me, I'm going to ask you about these areas because I think they're really important in, in how you're how you're caring for yourself. What's another area? Yeah, uh, can, uh, I get, to, can we follow yeah, up a little bit on yeah, that because I think this is important. I think Brian, part of what you're talking about here, I think, is preventing burnout. Yep. And it, and maybe if I can use the term, there's a difference between burning out and being burnt out. Sure. There, you're, bur- you're beginning to flame out. You're beginning to realize it. You're beginning to see it. And so what we might say to somebody is, like I, I've done and I'm sure you've done, is, look, immediately you need to, you need to take some time off, like, like right now. Yep. Um, let's get somebody to preach for you. Let's get somebody. But at least this, you know, if, if you know, we're not talking about uh, a huge corrective necessarily, but it may be, look, look. If you keep on like this, you you are going to again use like a car analogy. Look, like the temperature is going up. You need to shut it off. You need to get off the side yeah. of the road, or you're gonna. You're right now. Your engine can be saved. I think that is a practice. That's another you know, practical. So, so tip there, right, yeah. but yeah. So you might say, look. So this is that that physical matter of. You may need to do uh, bump it up a little bit. I think there's the maintenance things. I think you're right. This is why don't some why do some guys not burn out. I think I can say, Brian. You know, I've I've been at this a long time. I've I've not had I I have felt I've had times of fatigue. I have had times where I have felt clo- like I felt like maybe I am burning out. I have never had a burnout, mm-hmm. uh, and I think part of that yeah. is I I have tried to I've tried to notice those signs that I'm not doing well yep. and then take care of it, address it and, ta- and, and, and that's take care of it. So, so let, look, can we just talk, you know, uh, relationally? Yep. So I think, well, hold you on, know, before you go relationally, yeah. you, the reason what you just said, I think is a separate thing we need to highlight is rest in general is about letting go. Yeah. It's not even just about taking time off. Yeah, but, but it's uh, let it's letting go of the burdens. I just want to highlight that. Yeah, I think that's and, a big Brian, part of this. And I struggled with that. And I think again, I, I say I didn't burn out. I certainly, I mean, my 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 body has 
I, you know, I've, I've, I've had heart issues. Your body I, has kept I, your score. I've had, yeah. I've yeah. had, you know, I've got Bell's palsy. I have, you know, I've had these things, but I've kept going. Yep. I, you know, this that's, that's right. the difference yeah. in it between, you know, I, you get, I, you know, you get up, right. You know, so that's, but sometimes you can't get up. Some guys can't get up. Yep. And so I think we need to, to, to be able to know. And again, this is when, when you, 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 you need to be able to have the, the knowledge Look, this is affecting me. You need to be able to be honest about that. And, and to me, this should be another category because we've talked about this. You do a lot better with this than I have done. I'm learning this, I, I, and I, I'm, I'm trying to pra- – I need to practice this in a way that's not unhealthy. I used to have such a hard time shutting off or letting it go, letting the burden go, letting the meeting I just had go, not playing it over and over again in my head, you know, the disappointment or the failure or whatever. I didn't help this person or they're not happy or they're leaving and they're not coming back or the marriage is over, whatever. And I played those tapes over and over again in my head. And and I'm doing better at that. And part of that is learning the, the grace of lament and some other things has been helpful learning that it's not all my responsibility that's helpful yeah. sometimes again the, the unhealthy way is is to show is almost to cauterize my soul into like well i just don't care anymore you know and, yeah. and that's how i'm going to deal with it which, a know, lot of guys deal which with is that. different yeah. than than saying it's not my responsibility but how do i engage in a health healthful way of sorrow and entering in but also be able to not have it rob me of, of all my joys. So, will you get into the relational thing you were about to say as well? Yeah. 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 So that is uh, allowing, having somebody in your life. Again, hopefully you have a fellow elder. A lot of guys, I realize a lot of guys don't. Yeah, they Some don't. guys don't have a wife. They feel like they can discuss these things with. Some guys don't have friends. They feel like they can talk these yeah. things over yeah. with. And so I realize, you know, my typical advice here is talk to your elders, talk to your friends, talk to your wife, and allow even your kids, as they get a little bit older, to speak into what's wrong with daddy. You know, that, yep. oh, okay, uh, uh, I thought I was hiding this. I thought I was masking this, but they see it. They yeah. know it. Listen to that. Listen to that, but also speak into it. And that is, even if they don't know, if they don't see it, that you let them know that, hey, guys. And again, I had one of my fellow elders say this to us you know, last year, I think it was. Guys, I'm burning out. Um, I need to step back for, you know, so yeah, we all just piled in and yep. said, yeah, go, you, you get some time yep. away and let's take all the responsibilities we can from you and see if that, see if that helps, see if yep. that does it. My, my final word on this is to go to the emotional piece that, that the <clears throat> oftentimes pastors don't process the, all the hard things that happen in an emotionally healthy way. So I think pastors, I think every pastor at some point to, to go through counseling is really important, even to have somebody that you can go back to. And so I would, especially some of you who don't have what you just described, Jim, some, a lot of these guys are solo pastors on their own, nobody to talk to in their church, nobody to support them. <clears throat> go outside your church to find the support. Go find a counselor, go find a, a mentor, whatever it is. You can reach out to us and we can try to be yeah. helpful to you in that way. But that emotional piece is usually what gets stirred and then it shows up physically. And that's usually what I'm having to talk to guys about when they reach out to us, that what is discovered is a lot of really emotionally difficult, painful things have happened to them Mm. in their ministry or in the personal life or both. 
and they haven't had anybody to talk to about it. Yeah. And so that's another piece to this. So uh, we need to wrap this though, Jim. Will you pray just for pastors who might be battling this that mm. God gives them wisdom around this? Yeah. Father in heaven, have mercy, we pray on your servants who are listening to this and are finding that on one level or another, this is describing them in a persistent way. Uh, and Father, we do pray that though they may bend, that they would not break, um, and though they may feel uh, pummeled, that they would not feel crushed, um, burdened, but not in despair. Father, we do pray for the help and uh, that you would give and to grant that they might be able to uh, be sustained if they need to, Lord, to be able to step away, um, and some perhaps, Lord, even... Uh, to leave all together. Um, uh, we, we pray, Father, that you would give help and grace to know uh, and to deal with, with wisdom and with a sense of your help and with the help of the body. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.